Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show with today's guest host, our Christian Body Shop Guy, Jerry Mathis. I say this calls for action, and now... Gonna save all my money What a great morning we have planned for you. Uh, I tell you what, I'm excited about it for one thing. i got two guys sitting in the studio with me that are really good friends, and we're going to just – I told them earlier, we're going to like pull up to pull our chair up to the table and just, just talk this morning on a lot of different issues. One thing this morning I want to just mention, Robbie isn't here. He is on the Masculine Journey Men's Retreat, and I'm sure they're having a uh, – with this boot camp, I'm, I'm sure it's a blessed time and stuff, and always – excited about hearing the stories of how God uh, God moved during that group of men, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of great stories coming out of that. This Saturday morning it's, uh, here in North Carolina, it's a beautiful morning. The The leaves are still falling off of the trees, and it's not too awful cold. Uh, weather's pretty good, and getting ready for all the, the holiday season rolling in on us. And we're going to talk a little bit about one of the things I want to talk about is I got two friends in here. We're going to talk about growing up and the importance of that. I think it's almost like a lost art or something that 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 we all grew up with, and then we did it also with our own kids. And that was when you loaded up inside of a car, went on a trip. It could be just across town or whatever it is, but just that family bonding time where you was able to just kind of remember we'd. Sometimes have the radio on. Sometimes just turn it off, and, and just we had an opportunity just to, just to share and stuff. I remember doing it as a child and, a, and as a young young kid. Also, I remember how important that was. This time that we would travel with my daughter and stuff, and and, and as we sit there, I know like at, at church on Sunday mornings. Sometimes I sit there and I'll see a family of four or five coming in. And they've came in four different cars. I mean, it's just so so different than it used to be and stuff. And I can, you know, I just think that's something that we're missing. And there's just an opportunity that 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 you know what you get inside that car. And 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 I know when Taylor was younger, uh, phones had started getting popular and stuff like that. But I always always tell her, you know, we're going to talk and we're just going to just enjoy it. You know, sometimes just get in that car and travel and. Turn off all your devices and stuff. You know, don't be sitting there as, you know, how many times we've been sitting around a table and somebody's texting somebody who's just sitting two chairs down from them the whole time and don't even, aren't even part of a conversation. 
We're going to talk about that a little bit. Also, this time of season, autumn. Man, there people automatically think the worst, the most hazardous time to be on the road is winter, in which it is because of the snow and the ice and all of that. But when you start looking statistically at accidents, fall is the most common time. There's more accidents during the fall and autumn than it is any other of the four seasons. And we are, we're going to kind of dive into that, why that is. And then, of course, as we sit there today, I just want to take just a moment, just talk about what's going on in the world. I mean, every time you turn the TV on or the radio on, it's it's hard to, I don't know, it's just, just really, really tough to watch and stuff, all the evil in the world and the the hate and the, I mean, it's just, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's depressing, but we know what the answer to all that is, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But again, I want to just swing around the table. As I said, we're pulling up our chairs at the table and let Junior and uh, Mark introduce themselves to you. And these are two guys that I look up to and, and, and certainly grateful to call them, uh, one thing, my friend, but more importantly, brothers in Christ. Junior, take the, take the mic. Dre, I appreciate you calling us. Let us come back. I didn't think after three or four times we was here, you'd let us come back again, but I appreciate you doing that. And uh, I'm A.C. Reynolds, Jr. I go by Jr. Uh, because my dad and I ran a business for many years, and he was the senior, and I was the junior, and that's the way they addressed us when they come in. But uh, it's a privilege to be here. Uh, these two guys that's uh, here with me, yeah, have really been a blessing to me in my life. And although I'm the oldest, I probably got these guys here way beat. I'm the oldest. <laughs> I think I look better than the rest of them. And uh, if you ever want to see me, it's hard to catch me. But I, I'm I'm Stanleville Baptist Church. I play for the praise team there at the early service. So if you want to see me, come out there at 845 in the fellow, uh, fellowship hall, the big gym. And uh, worship with us, and then we have a service at 11. But uh, we love the Lord. He's done a lot for us, and he continues to bless us. And just glad that uh, we're here to serve him. That's our main purpose. And uh, I hope you're attending the church somewhere. If you don't, uh, ours is available, Jerry's available, Mark's is available, or I'm sure there's somebody out there that you'll enjoy. Mark, pull up to the mic here. All right, I'm Mark Flint. Uh, own Pulliam's Barbecue, in which I'm blessed for the people that I don't call anybody customers. They're all friends. I've been blessed with that and and whatnot. And uh, I attend Poplar Springs up in King, North Carolina, which is we invite you to come up Poplar Springs if you get a chance to. Got a good group of people there. And... Um, Whatnot, and it's just it's just a blessing to to be here, and appreciate you having us back, and have this good time and fellowship. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. And when we dive into talking about uh, the experience we've had in in a car as a family, I hope we have some callers that will call in and also share those experiences because this is a call in show. Let me go ahead and give you the number: it's eight six six. 348-7884. Again, this is a call-in show. Love to hear about your experiences, uh, how you've taken the car, and it's been a, 
an opportunity to to bond with your family. And even if you have another thing, you have a car question or or just a question about where to get a good hot dog at or, or something, what makes a good hot dog, Mark can cover that. Junior's been in the automotive repair industry and towing industry for can't think of how many uh, years. Back and, when they had chariots. Yeah, back before uh, there was cars. Chari- and stuff. Yeah, chariots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, the call-in show and the number is 866-348-7884. And as we were sitting here and I said that, talking about the years and stuff, um, I'm from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. Dad started that business in 1964. And the reason I even bring that up, since you just mentioned, Reynolds Garage was... 1941. 1941. And Pulliams has been... 1910. 1910. So, wow. That's just... See. That, that's just, just, to me, that's just, just humbling. Yeah. I mean... I would like to take a moment, too, to, that we were blessed to have your father around that... Yeah that he like people know that he just recently passed away and he was a, yep. Ray was a great guy. Yeah. He sure was. Yep. Yep. And I, I tell the story a lot. I mean, I can remember, well, I don't really remember that much about it, but when he first started the business in 64, he was previously, he worked at Reynolds tobacco company in which anyone will know who's in Forsyth County at that time. I mean, probably 60% of all the population worked at some form with Reynolds tobacco company he came home on a Friday, and I know that that mom shared this story in tears many a times as I was growing up. Uh, came in on a Friday, uh, said, today it was my last day. I quit rentals, and I bought some property on South Main Street in Winston-Salem, and I'm opening up a body shop, in which at that point, luckily I had my mom and still have her, and she didn't die of a massive heart attack. I mean, <laughs> But he had a vision. Yeah, he, he, he did, yeah. and 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 been doing it since 1964, and and, and met a lot of good. Now that's part of what in business that y'all will, will say that you enjoy is just the people and stuff. As you said, they're not customers; they're they're friends that walk through that's those right. doors. And Junior's always had that attitude with Reynolds Garage and Reynolds Towing, also, and and our competitors. You know, your best friends usually are your be- is your competitors in a business, if you think about That's it. That's right. And uh, us three right here, we've shared business together. I love to go over and get those hot dogs at Mark's. And being his neighbor, I'm going to give you a little secret about Mark's hot dogs. He usually gives me mine. What? Because <laughs> I end up getting all his leaves. <laughs> Picking up my sticks, looking after my dogs. I have to pay him back some way. Well, you got a, yeah, you got yeah, a yeah. point. He, I think he gets to play with the dog ball with the bear more than I do. All right, we'll be back in just a moment again. If you got a story about time you spend in the car and also or just a time of uh, a story with, with something to do with cars and also driving in the fall, any kind of hazards that you've ran into, we'll be back in a moment again. Call in show 866-348. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Gonna save all my money Welcome back to Christian Car Guy Radio. We're fixing to, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about 
being in a vehicle and just spending that time with your family. And again, I'd love to hear your stories about that subject or also if you just had, you know, been out driving in this kind of this season, the kind of the hazards that you've ran into, because there's a lot of them. We're going to kind of talk about them, too. But this is a call-in show. It's 866-348-7884. Well, guys, I'll tell you, and I've probably heard some of these stories before, but I think about just getting in a car, and I just think that's one of the things that we've an opportunity for families to be able to bond and and just just talk and, and share. And, and, you know, because I think today we live in a society that's so – you know, technical depended on 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 these devices that we have strapped to our hips or the our iPads or or tablets or whatever it is. We get out and and as I said, I can go in a restaurant and be eating and people at on different ends of the table not even talking and they're all texting back and forth to each other. Well, the same thing with our kids and stuff. We don't spend time with them, and we don't spend time with our spouse sometimes because we, as I mentioned, I go to Pinedale Christian Church, and and I'm outside sometimes just watching cars pull in, and it'll be four cars pulling in with five people getting out of them, and they all live in the same house because they just nobody travels together anymore. And I, I as a child growing up, one of couple things that I always remember and think about and 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 certainly cherish and have fond memories of I know it's about ready to go into Christmas season now but we would load up on Christmas Eve and go to my grandmother and grandfather's house and back then there's five kids and dad and mom so seven of us in a five-seater car and we had the whole trunk packed full sometimes we couldn't even Closed it, so we had at the time it wasn't bungee cords weren't popular, but we had bell and string and stuff, and had to tie the trunk down. But we'd all be crammed in that car. My little brother Dale would have to; he always got the package tray, so he he lay back there. But we'd be crammed in there, but we were spending time together, and I can still remember those 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 trips and stuff, and you know. I can almost remember coming back, which I have to try to hurry up and get home because I could definitely see Santa in the in the horizon. I wanted to make sure we got home and got back in bed before Santa so he didn't bypass our house. But we just enjoyed it, and, and we'd put on a Christmas song, and we would sing and turn the radio on and, and just enjoyed it or just talk back and forth. Those are things that how many families do that anymore? And Sundays, let's talk about poems. Back in the, back in the day, uh, used to be open on Sundays. And so that was about once a month or a couple times a month, the big thing would be go to church and then we'd load up the car, everybody in one car, go to Pulliam's and eat hot dogs and eat ice cream, set out on the outside dining area. There's always been the stumps or a tree log laying there and and just enjoyed the family time and stuff. And, and watch the airplane. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the old time things. Watch the airplanes. So, Junior, I know growing up you had those experiences also, and Mark also. I'd love to hear your experience. Well, like I mean, I can remember as a kid, you know, getting in. Dad had a 66 Pontiac wagon, and that's when the it was a three-seater. You know, had three seats, but the back seat, you look backwards. You looked out the back window. (laughs) And Daddy would like, we'd go look at Christmas lights. Back then we didn't have the the – 
hay things where you go to Tanglewood. You knew what you knew what neighborhoods decorated. Yeah, that's well. right. You could just rode through neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood looking at that, and Daddy would roll the back glass down, and we'd be back a hooping holler like you say. We might be singing Christmas carols, but you know, I mean, now you got people that's got the. You can turn the music over to a certain channel and go by their house, and it's you can see the dancing lights in their front yards and whatnot. Back in my day, I remember back when Mama, it was a big fascination just to have an old silver tinsel tree with the the rotating light. Yeah. Oh yeah, turn the tree colors. Yeah. I, said, I don't know. I know y'all remember those. Oh, I remember it's about those. Like going to Sears and watching little tinsel blow on the air conditioning yeah. units. And it, Exactly. The tinsel was a big thing back in the day. Absolutely. I don't know if you uh, people that listen to us have ever heard of this type car, Metropolitan Nash. Oh yeah, it one wouldn't up our, seat two one up our area for sale right now on the side of the road. <laughs> it wouldn't seat two people adults comfortable. I'm telling you, and I'm sort of in line with Jerry's family. There's five of us. Three boys and two girls. And one of the uh, memories that I have of that one little car, we never had a problem with cars. And the reason was Daddy had a salvage yard in a garage. And uh, he had a car, and Mama had a car. And uh, as we grew up, he made sure we had cars. It wouldn't last long because he'd sell it and we'd have to find <laughs> another one to drive. But in this Metropolitan Nash, when he bought it, he brought it home. My little brother, TJ, was just a baby. Mama held him. My two sisters, Phyllis and Shirley, myself, and my brother, Jimmy, would be in that cramped-up back oh, seat. Lord. And we would argue about, get over, <laughs> move over. There's nowhere to move over to. What do we do here? And Daddy would take us to Hills Barbecue on Patterson Avenue. And we'd pull up to the curbside, and there'd be that old red dog that would come out and meet you in the uh, curb service side. And Mama said, Arthur, we're not going to eat in the car, are we? And Daddy said, no, we're going to go inside. We got no room to eat in the car, so we'd go inside. And uh, that was one of the memories I remember because it was so crowded in there. And um, as a kid, you enjoy it, but you felt like everybody around you was invading your space. But the memories that about a car after church, Mama said that they'd come home from church and Mama would fix uh, lunch. Said Daddy and the boys would leave. They said Mama would be back in a little bit. And Mama says, I can't remember any Sunday that they went to church with us and left that they didn't come back with a dog. <laughs> Always brought a dog home. <laughs> All right, I'd like to hear your stories. We'll be back in just a moment. Christian Car Guy Radio. I'm Jerry Mathis from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service with my friends Junior and Mark, and we're going to be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Their deals are great. Now's the time to buy. See the Dodge Boys now. 
for a new kind of deal. Now here's a car partner you just can't beat. Coronet's the name, and it's a real family treat. Feature for a feature, Dodge Coronet's got more. What we call standard, others charge. Welcome back to Christian Car Guy Radio. We just talked about a little bit about just bonding and using your car. and It's sort of a lost art in a way. But also I said we want to talk about just this time of the year. And, and, and y'all will all know, and before I go any further, I would love to hear your stories about your car experiences. And, and so give us a call. We'd love to hear it again, 866-348-7884. But this time of year, I like to just take the moment to just remind people just some of the hazards out there that we don't think about. As I mentioned earlier, you automatically think that winter is the most dangerous time to be on the road. And for all the right reasons, because of snow and the ice and, and that type of just things. But when you really look at the statistics of it, fall is the time that's the most hazardous, the more accidents during the fall. And there's a couple reasons for that. We talked about a little bit before we went on the air. One of the biggest hazards is something that nobody even thinks about, and that's leaves. Mm-hmm. Because if you've ever been in the automotive industry, you can you know the fact that there's a lot of accidents where, as, as, as Mark said, Junior blows all his leaves over or Mark blows his leaves over to Junior. <laughs> but most people blow them out in the streets. Yeah. That's right. Well, and they get out in the streets, get a little bit of dew on them or a little rain on them. If you don't think those puppies are slick, uh, go out there and run across there and just try to get stopped on them on, just on foot. And there is a ton of access where people run into those and then – just slide into yep. different stuff. And that I know Junior's been in the towing industry. He's probably seen it multiple times. Yep. We just don't we just don't think about that. That's something you don't think There's about. The thing is that the other day in the paper on Oaklawn over there about that car being parked over the leaves and the leaves caught on fire. Oh, and the Cadillac the converter. The car on fire. Yeah. Yeah. The Cadillac yeah. converter burns yep. uh, red hot. And if you park over a pile of leaves... Your car is going to get red. Yeah, and that and that and did. Yep, yeah. especially when it's dry and those leaves yeah. are dry. That's something people don't think about because, as we said, people will blow the leaves to the road. It's and like being there, on ice, and if it gets you, wet, you got to worry about the slickness of them, but also just the fire hazard because of a car pulls up. You've been driving that thing for an hour, and it's, it's the engine's hot, the, the 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 exhaust system is hot, the catalytic converter's hot. And you pull over top of those leaves, it doesn't take much for it to start a fire. And that's that's, right. that's, that's something we just nobody really thinks about. It's just, just being aware of leaves and the, the hazards with that. Another thing is this time of year, fog. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's just that's something you do in the summer, you don't worry about that much. But this time of year you're gonna have to that's part of one of the hazards that you gotta face. Another is and I always put is the wildlife. Yeah, I was going to say just the other day, I was coming. There's so many neighborhoods being built, especially around AC and uh, your residential stuff's being built. And these deer and stuff have no place to go. And yeah, exactly. I was going down the hill at our house the other day, and right before I got to AC, there's deer just right out from the, You know, something like that in the residential area, you, you're just not used to. Yeah, we, in our business, in the, the, collision body repair business used to be i mean i can remember when you had they used to call it deer season in the automotive collision business body shop business where it's from october through december and that's the time deer are mating and they're moving around and there's changing in the weather 
they do increase. We have we see more of that during those months, but it's got any more where there is deer hits 12 months a year. There's not a time that we don't have people coming through the door who have hit a deer because they're, as you mentioned, Mark, they, they, they've been, they're getting pushed out. There's no natural habitat area for them. It's so much construction, so much building going on. They're being pushed out into neighborhoods. And with deer, I always will say, and, and, and you can chime in on this, because I always tell my wife and daughter and, and others, be careful trying to avoid a deer. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. better to, they always say it's better to go straight and hit it than it is to try to avoid it and go off the road. Go off the road, hit another car, hit a pedestrian on the side of the road. It, there's so many over. things that can happen. You don't want to hit the deer. I understand that. And it can do a lot of damage, but. I tell you, the craziest thing I've ever seen right now, too, is like my one of my friends down old Rural Hall Road there near Marshall Baptist got property back in there. He caught bear, a bear, in his backyard <laughs> down there off of Old Rural Hall Road. I'm I like, you know, all of a sudden we got bear sticking out here with the deer. I had a U-Haul at the house the next day. <laughs> well, they, no, they're, 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 and Mark, you're right. I, I know that uh, my wife Myra was uh, back during the summer. There was some poop in the yard that looked different, and she called, and of course they said it was, it was bear. And it had been bear in Clemens, Clemens, North Carolina. You wouldn't expect that, but but well, it's like one got hit right here on 52, yeah. right here to right here uh, University in 52, just not a few months back. I mean, it was laying there on the side of the road. I mean, they're just coming out. They're coming out everywhere. Well, same. I think it's the same principle. It's just they're getting pushed everywhere. There's so much construction, so much movement stuff going on, and, and not just houses. I mean, they're building roads Road, and yeah. stuff that are going through their habitats and their natural areas, and it's just pushing them out there. You know, not just, you know, the big animals. The other thing you got to worry about, we say wildlife is, you know, I, I've seen vehicles that are just unbelievable amount of damage that hit wild turkeys. Yeah. You wouldn't think that would cause much damage, but it <laughs> it, it does, and and possums and everything else. Rabbits, I, yeah. there, I about got a rabbit on, and and squirrels. Man, I've yeah. never seen so many squirrels, squirrels in my life. If you try to dodge that squirrel, you're in trouble because them babies will jolt around. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, with wildlife, you don't want to say, you know, you try to get stopped or try to avoid it, but but trying to avoid it and get it in another lane or going off the road. Uh, just don't do that. I mean, it's just another thing is if you see a deer, I I just have recently found out. Now I don't know if it's truth or not, but they said it was that if you got one of them bucks laying on the side of the road, is against the law to stop on the side of the road just to cut the antlers off. Now that's yeah. what I was told, but maybe some of y'all out there know better than I do. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to stop on the side of the road and cut anything <laughs> off. So. Well, I mean that lady <laughs> yesterday. That lady yesterday in Guilford County got killed by stopping. Yeah, and looking she to hit see the deer. Or did she, she hit? hit the, and deer. she got out. A car hit her. So I mean, her. if yeah. you hit one, stay in your car till. Yeah, always think about your personal safety and stuff because the same thing with hitting a deer or just having a flat tire or something. So many accidents are on the roadways of people just not taking care of themselves or, or taking precaution because 
other vehicles are out there on the road and stuff, and you just never know. I mean, it, it, I've seen people on the side of the road in junior. I know it'd be in the towing industry where they're changing a the flat tire and they're hanging out in traffic and stuff on the interstate, and you're just thinking, you know, it wouldn't took much for them to make sure you get off the road. If it may think, well, I don't want to ruin my tire, it's better than ruining a life. So just take those extra steps to – to be careful. Yeah. And this doesn't have much to do with that part, but it's, as far as animals go, I, I can tell you a good story about me and AC one time. It ain't been too often many years ago. AC and Gwen comes out and says, you afraid of snakes? I said, no, I'm not afraid of snakes. Why? He says, come over here. He says, there's, there's a snake up in my car, and I go over there, and there's a snake coming out of the top of his gas tank coming out. <laughs> And I tried to get around to get that thing, but you, you couldn't get it. But AC, and it was like, oh, what are we going to do? And I was like, I, I said, just get in it and drive it around, I guess. <laughs> but the thing I know to get that snake out of your car like that, because it was, man, that thing was in attack mode coming out of that on back into AC and Gwen's car. Uh, I tell you, it's, uh, I, I want to continue. And I remember that well. And uh, uh, I think Mark said that to, I realized I couldn't get that steak. It was three days before he sold me again. <laughs> Go <out of> that <laughs> car. But Jerry, going back to the point about caution out on the highway, I want to I want to stress something, everyone. If you're in an accident, the best thing, if it's in the street or on the road, the highway, the first thing you need to do, check says nobody's hurt, and then you get off that highway. And I'll tell you why. You think people are considerate. They are, but they're not considerate when they're on that cell phone texting or talking and they don't realize that this is an interstate and you're not supposed to be wrecked and stopped on it. And they don't mean to hurt you, but it happens. Clear that scene. If you can move your car off off that highway, do that. But be cautious because people today, they don't mean to hurt you. They just don't realize that they may hurt you. Yeah, he says it's not like it was back in the day when they'd say, "Don't move your car." That's right. Because they want they, the officer needs to see right exactly who would you know where. Yeah. And there's so many cameras on poles now. So many people carrying these uh, cameras in their car to see what's happening. Which I've thought about getting one myself. The way some of these people driving to put a dash cam on my dag on the truck. That's it. Absolutely, we're going to come back and kind of go over a couple more of the hazards during fall driving, and then also just talk about world we live in and, and how do we make sure that we're grounded. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back, Christian Car Guy Radio. I'm Jerry Mathis, Ray's Body Shop and Record Service, Christian Body Shop Guy with Junior and, and Mark. And we're just talking about some of the hazards during fall driving. And one of the other ones that we mentioned, I'm just going to mention these real quick so we can kind of finish up with our last segment, um, is glare. All of a sudden in fall, you're not used to it. And all of a sudden the sun sets and rises at a different time. And the change of time just throws that sun right in my eyes in the morning. Yeah, yeah, you need to be aware of that. As we talked about not making, you know, putting yourself in a bad position. Also, when you're driving, realize the people behind you or that you're coming up to intersections are also dealing with that that glare and that sun. So just just, just 
just know that it's, you need to take those precautions to make sure you keep yourself safe. Frost. All of a sudden, you get up in the morning. Right, yeah. right now, it's probably fifty some degrees outside. But if you wake up in the morning, it's a little chilly, and you get frost on the car. And so many people, just like in the winter, hop in a car and never think about cleaning off a windshield That's and right. they'll just get them a little bitty hole about the size of a, a index card to trying to peep out of man is that dangerous a lot of accidents caused by that you got and, that frost and on top of that you got like ac and the shelves got the which they do a, a great job in rural hall about getting the leaves up but that truck really will throw the daggone dust out and get on your windshields and with that and the frost too it's just Yep. really complicated. Trying to keep keep those windshields clean because yep. when you start getting that glare and the frost and the windshields streaky and dirty, it just really makes it just about impossible to see through. Other thing is darkness. Now it's getting, okay, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, we leave and start locking up. It's Yesterday oh, yeah. I was thinking at the shop, I was, was getting ready, day was winding down and it was 4.30 and it seemed like it was 6.30. I mean, just because it started getting dark and you're just not used to it yeah. and stuff. You know, and, when it rains, it's got that, you get that, not only that getting dark early, but you got that glaze if it rains on the road. You can't see the lines. Yeah. I just, mean, it's terrible when you, I get off work sometimes and it's 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 raining, pouring down and raining. You can't see the lines in the road. You may be like I am. I was your age, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that plays into it, too. That's another dangerous time. Yeah. yeah. Also, another thing that's a factor out there that we don't always mention and we just need to be aware of, you know, now these kids are out here on school bus stops and stuff are out there. And even if they're not, they're just – you know, walking to school and everything else. And it's just dangerous to to make sure that we are aware of that because I know that some mornings I have breakfast and I have a meeting or something and I will leave the house at, at six, six o'clock. And it just amazes me that there's little kids that look like they're first and second kindergartners standing out on the corners waiting on the bus at that time in the morning and stuff. But, you know, we that's just got to right. be aware of that because that's, that's a hazard. Yeah. And those kids are not aware of you coming down the street. They're not. They're not protect themselves from them. You need to protect them from you. That's what you need to do. Watch out for them. Absolutely. And don't tailgate these buses. No. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever think that you've got enough time to get around a a, a stop arm. Yeah. Because these kids don't always. You know. They're 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 told to make sure the arm's out before you come across the, the right. road. But some of them, as soon as they see that bus coming, they're excited and they're anxious and they'll go running across there. Never try to beat that arm. Please never try to that's beat that right. arm because that's that, that could save a life right there. Well, as I, as I said, one thing I want to hit on is the fact that the world we live in today, I mean, it is just it's heartbreaking and we see so much evil and so much going on we see all the protests that's going on and, and it just makes you sometimes wonder where god is in all of this but gentlemen i'll tell you and, and, and listeners god none of this surprises god and and i also say this i have been i may not be the smartest guy but i've read the back of the book the bible and yeah. i know who wins that's this right. and yeah. stuff but amen sometimes we have to make sure we just remind ourselves of that and 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 as a christian so many times I hear people, you know what? The world is the world is lost. The world is it, it's 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 just it's a waste. It, it's just it's gone too far. We're called to what to be the light, yeah. and when when it's the darkest, we need to be our brightest. And I just encourage people to make sure they stay in God's word. And I'm gonna 
I read these the other week just real quick, and I'm going to read these passages, and I want to – Mark and, and Junior, if you want to chime in, you you can. It's, first, it's in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. And in your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. When I try to figure it out on my own, I, I can't do it. I just need to know yep. that God is in control. That's right. And you may not understand the path you're going on and why you're going on it, but he does. That's Absolutely. right. He Absolutely. does. And then also Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. God's ultimate plan is that we are going to spend eternity. This time here on earth is is just a, a snapshot. It's just it's just a vapor. What his desire is that we spend eternity. Well, we're going to spend eternity somewhere. We're going to spend it in, 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 in hell and torture, or we're going to spill it in, in, in heaven and 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 just that just those riches with our Lord and Savior. We have that opportunity. We have that choice. We got to count on Him. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And then also in these are three verses that I just kind of always fall back on and stuff passages. Another is Romans eight thirty one. What then shall we say to those, to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you something. Myra has, my wife has to remind me of this pretty often. <laughs> a lot of times I try to defend myself, yeah. and I'm not, uh, I'll, I'll go down fighting sometimes defending myself. And, and Junior's known me long enough to know that sometimes I'm, I can be hard-headed. But ultimately, if you're doing the right thing, and it may not even seem to be the right thing, but if you prayed about it and you tried to do the right thing, God will defend you. That's right. This world is just so messed up right now. But if you'll think of something, keep this in mind. I want everybody to keep this in mind. The world does not want Christianity in this environment. They want us all gone. The Lord's not leaving us. He's not uh, uh, taking anything away from us. I tell you what he's doing. He's testing us, I believe. Are we strong enough to say, I've had enough. I'm going to lean more on him, less on me. And um, I heard her say another day, says, uh, look at him and not at them. That's what we got to do. That was a good saying. I can't remember where I heard it. It's not mine, but look at him instead of them. And I believe we'll, we'll come out of this thing like we always have with his leadership. In this That's room, right. we're old enough to we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen we've it. Seen it. And 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 God, you know, the thing is, we need to realize who we're the who 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 we're trying to please. As long as we're trying to please the world and trying not to uh, offend anybody, and you know, I think one of the worst things for Christianity, for the movement of Christianity, is compromise and appeasement. I think. Christians need to be bold, need to stand up. We need to do it in, in love the way Christ showed That's us right. to do it. Yeah. But yet, we need to make sure that we're bold enough to stand up for the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. And People's afraid to do that. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's, it's almost where we, we start rationalizing, well, who's gonna, what, what's somebody going to think if I make this stand? Or what's somebody going to say? As we're climbing out of our, our time here and stuff, I just want to, again, just thank Junior Reynolds, Mark Flynn, and, hey, if you're in the Winston-Salem area, man, go up for the best hot dogs in town, uh, Pulliams. What's the address up there, Mark? 4400 Old Walker Town Road. Go up there for a great hot dog and barbecue. 
and 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 a bottle drink. If you want to see but, me, just tell Mark to call me because he's got my number. <laughs> also, I would like to say too, make sure that you, if you've got a local church or something that you're not involved with, get involved with them. I'm it, glad I you mean, said that because that is absolutely that's true. The, that's we the, had a we had a chicken stew community thing for the people the other night. Uh, a lot of people there, a lot of fellowship. I mean, this time of year when churches are having bazaars, and so, it's always good to go. Get, get involved in the get, church. We we need that community. We need that. This is the Truth Network.